Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. We all have those times in our lives where we just need to wake up, need to come to our senses. That certainly can mean to snap out of undue focus on what isn't helpful or productive for us, what unnecessarily holds us up or brings us down. But what we often need is something more than becoming more rational and practical about what we're thinking or doing. It means coming to our spiritual senses. What does that mean? Well, it means that we wake up to reality, but not to simply what the physical senses are reporting to us. These senses are limited, and they also don't lead us to very specifically what it is we need to know in that hour, in that moment, for our own progress and peace and sense of purpose. Mary Baker Eddy in her book Science and Health says that spiritual sense is a conscious, constant capacity to understand God. So it is an awareness of God, of truth, of goodness and love that our spiritual senses awaken us to. It is a means by which we discover more of what's truly right and real, beyond what the brain wants to tell us or what human opinion or even material law wants to say are the facts for us. And this spiritual sense is constant and conscious. That means it is ours naturally to utilize. We can come to our spiritual senses by remembering that we do have those senses and that they are going to give us more of what we need to know and to hear and to see and be in this moment than what we can work out through our own personal minds or through the opinions of others. Spiritual sense is transcendent. It's above and beyond the limited view of things. But it isn't airy-fairy or out of reach. It's really what's deep within us already, this truth that God put in us coming to light. And our job then is to listen to it and love it and believe it. I like the glorious and instructive parable of the prodigal son that Jesus tells his followers. It's such a beautiful story and so meaningful. There's a lot we can gain from this story, but I want to focus on one point. To sum up the story to begin with, it's found in Luke chapter 15. We hear about a son who asks for and receives his inheritance from his father while his father is still alive. His father gives him that inheritance and he takes it and leaves home and spends it all living wildly until until he has nothing. He's literally starving and no one wants to help him out. He feels desperate, guilty, and ashamed. And then this happens. Here's Luke 15 verses 17 through 19. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. When he came to himself, to me that can read when he came to his spiritual senses, he heard the voice within telling him enough was enough and it was time to go home. To his father, humbly, ready to repent and to begin again. And this spiritual sense led him home into a father who didn't make him feel ashamed or make him grovel or even apologize for his selfish, immoral, and unwise behavior. Instead, his spiritual senses led the prodigal son to this moment. When he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, 
Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Our spiritual senses are blessed homecoming. When we tune into them willingly and humbly, we're given insights and guided to what we need to do and see and be in that moment. We come to understand God better, and God is life and love. So we're getting to know through coming to those spiritual senses what our life is meant to be, which might surprise us as it did the prodigal son, but it will bless us and progress us. We know that Jesus was always using his spiritual senses. His spiritual senses saw calm when others saw a storm. And through those senses, that awareness of God's reality, he calmed the storm for those who were seeing it. He saw abundance where others saw lack, not enough food to go around. He saw health and wholeness and innocence where others saw sickness and sin and guilt. His spiritual senses were powerful, and so are yours. That's one of the things Jesus was teaching us. So we can come to our senses, our spiritual senses, when we feel mesmerized by the physical presentations in our own lives and in the world. We can let our receptive thought hear God's word to this moment and show us the way home to joy and to love and to peace. Well, that's all I have for today. I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions or comments or would like to talk more, please feel free to contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend.